Hey y'all, it's Delaney. And it's Katie. This is Classically Black Podcast. Where we talk all things classical music and being black in the profession. With trap beats playing in the background. Hey. Hello. Wow. Here we are. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't, did you see my comment on Instagram? You probably did it. Yeah. Green, I don't be over there. I, that's, why, that's why I didn't check our Instagram because I didn't want the notification to go away because I wanted you to see <laughs> But when you posted the last episode, uh, us being at the end, I'll comment. <laughs> Nobody knows the trouble I see. <laughs> Listen, I kind of feel bad because we've been so, like, outwardly disgusted with this book. It's like, it's, I feel, you know, like, what if he finds out? You know what I'm saying? You know, I But, you be- know, hmm. I was just going to say, but. It's like, yeah, you found out, but I had to find out about this book. So <laughs> I just feel like, and that's the thing. Like, I I do feel kind of bad, but at the same time, it's like, there's no other way to be. Like, I when I tell y'all, I scrape to the bottom of the barrel to find something nice to say. I hope y'all don't think that we just enjoy no, trash this book. I really like, don't enjoy it. Like, somebody, like, he wrote the book. You know, he took the time to write the book. And we said that at the end, like, you know, please get your bag, get as much money as you can the people who will enjoy this like i want you to win but father god in heaven like i just like (laughs) i really wish i liked it more i really do because i don't like giving stuff negative you know reviews is not fun like yeah there's some people who like being mean i'm not neither of us are one of those people yeah i didn't get a kick out of it but like i i even remember like week one like before we hit record i was like so delaney what you what you think about it first because like i already had started forming an opinion but like i was like i want to make sure i I thought i was bugging you know like i was like what you what you what you think and it's just like i don't i'm not getting a kick out of it but it's just like it's just not a good book i feel like the premise was there i feel like there are elements of it that could have been good but and someone um i forgot what's what's person's name that wrote us Steve, Steve. I, don't, I don't know if he want his his government on here, so it's just Steve. Steve, who uh said made a lot of really good points, and we we even brought up the, the idea, one of the ideas about the publisher, like obviously, like he he not he didn't just write this book and then put it out. I mean, that's what it gives, but that's he didn't do that. But at the same time, I don't know. It's just what what I just. As a person who has read a book before this one, it's like, <laughs> to what extent? You know what I'm saying? Like, to what extent? It's like, even simple elements as, I mean, we're getting way ahead of ourselves. But, you know what I'm saying? Like, even simple elements as character development. That's what I'm saying. Like, even if they didn't change anything about it or they didn't force him to do something he didn't want to do, the bare the the fact that you printed this book on paper and distributed it to consumers that like has me looking at you sideways yeah. as as a publisher to be completely freaking honest like yeah. it has me looking at you side you okay and like, like you said when we ha- we had high hopes you know in the beginning and then y'all think we going like like Katie said before we record we like oh girl what you think so you think what we said on the mics is bad <laughs> Oh girl, <laughs> that's why. People, that's why y'all would never get classically black after dark. That's what I'm saying. People want. Oh, we want classically black. I'm like, you literally don't. I, I, 
I am promising you, like, like, because we be pre-discussing, <laughs> and we be, we be pre-discuss everybody and everything, and post-discussing too. Right, we be on here. <laughs> mind you, it's nine o'clock. We supposed to start at eight, and here we are. Right, this you. is pretty good. Cause remember that time we started like four hours after girl, <laughs> and sometimes we just be like, girl, so what you doing tomorrow? <laughs> right. Sometimes we gotta be like, girl, so yeah, I'm after three. I can do after three tomorrow. Right. Like we be, I don't. I'm telling you, don't want it. Sometimes I be here with Delaney. I be like, holiness is still right, Katie. Holiness is still right. Like you don't want classically black after dark. So stop. I'm telling you, don't ask for it. You don't want it. Anyway, we way ahead of ourselves. What you got news? Yeah. Um, first one is quick because they put my paywall up. So uh, I just want to give a shout out to the Harlem Quartet. Um what? they've just been named what as one now? of the right, one of the um That's so Kaufman Music Centers. I mean, we we I don't even put a whole this. orchestra behind Joe that Conyers, true, but so. that's, that's I mean, I, I don't regret that. I also don't Not really regret Melissa now, to be honest. So um, but they've been just announced as um, the Coffin Music Center's 2022-23 artist in residence. Um, so if you're over there in the Big Apple, you should go see them. Um, yeah. Um, Coffin Music Center does a lot of like music classes for for um, kids and teenagers and outreach projects and all kinds of stuff like that. So um, then they're going to be taking part in that, too. So. Got any kitties? You should take them over there too. See what that's talking about. Um, and then my other piece of news: um, the universe, the Department of Music at the University of Iowa sent out a statement um, this past week, or maybe about a week and a half ago, um, about a university professor, um, a voice professor who had uh, retired who was facing federal charges of possessing child pornography and distributing methamphetamines that resulted in a death. So he was an opera professor Whoa. who apparently um, <laughs> what be doing? possessed thousands, it says that first of all, thousands, thousands of sexually explicit photos and videos, which apparently many of them included minors. <gasps> yeah, girl, I was like, y'all really just be sick got the nerd nah and um is being held in the county jail without bond exactly and his trial is set um for december 5th oh by the way his name is john muriello what school is this university of iowa um so the university of iowa school of music um director sent out a statement to the music department students uh, saying that the the school is going to be providing support and resources following the news um, of this investigation. Uh, she said, the university takes these allegations very seriously and encourages anyone with information or concerns to contact ICPD. I realize this news may be upsetting, so please reach out if you need assistance. Um, they served a search warrant uh, for him a while back um and sees multiple electronic items including his phone a computer and electronic storage device many a couple of um electronic storage devices um and they found 18,580 photos and 3,183 videos on an electric storage device with over a thousand what are you doing what bro 
I'm lost and disgusted. You you can't even like what can you even do with that? Eighteen thousand, bro. Like obviously it's child pornography. So like any but like eighteen thousand, bro. Like first you can't even I'm not even about to get into the mechanics of that, but you you can't do that. Like you can't like you can't. I'm stuck. I'm sorry. 18,580 photos, 3,183 videos, with over a thousand, including minor boys. First of all, wow. I'll be trying to get on the old abolition and I'm like 96% there. But some of y'all need to be like, <laughs> y'all could get mad at me if you want to, but some of y'all, like, you, what, what are you doing? 18,580. You, you really think he going to come back from that? You really think he gonna come back from that? I'm sorry. No, because that's really sick. Even if you had 18,580 photos of adults pornography on your computer, I'd be looking at you sideways. Because what are you doing with all that? Uh, you all you up in your office doing that and then you going to teach after? And you can't like, because you have to be, That's that's that sounds like a pornography addiction for sure. For sure, for sure. I'm yeah I, okay i'm not even gonna say that because i don't want to be I'm, I'm not even gonna say it um they also reportedly the police also seized methamphetamines from his uh residence um they allegedly found numerous syringes and needles indica and baggies they also found multiple media files um containing child pornography um and let's see that was located on one of the several there was multiple devices that they found that on. Um, apparently, the University of Iowa um, allegedly received an email from a parent of a freshman um, back in 2020 regarding this professor. The writer claimed that their son had um, allegedly attended a party at his residence, at the professor's residence, where he allegedly provided methamphetamines and used gamma hydroxybutyrate to drug party goers and to have sex with them what? this is freaking students bro music you got to you got a student you you got a student you hear me you got a school to sing queen of the night aria and now you get methamphetamines from your professor what you were supposed to be doing carmen and now here you go getting drugged at your professor house what are you doing like what's his name John, John Muriella, Muriella. That's M U R I E L L O. Um. Um. This that long name gamma hydro hydro, sorry, gamma hydroxybutyrate. Um. That is a date rape drug. Um, the parents' email also claimed that the professor sought out younger students and teenagers as young as 17 years old to have sex with. Um, in addition, the parent wrote the professor, um, wrote that the professor allegedly recorded sex acts with people and possessed an extensive child porn collection on multiple devices in his residence. This is in 2020 that a freaking parent sent the school this. And now y'all, oh, if y'all yeah, need anything, reach go. out. They needed something and they reached out in 2020. And, and now what? Now we two years later just hearing about this? He's 65. 
so freaking dusty that bro. is so gross i mean it was gross at any age but mm-hmm. um the warrant that they got for his residence and they got all that they recovered all that stuff um lists another report from an alleged 19 year old university of iowa student um who developed a relationship with this professor he allegedly supplied this student with meth and had non-consensual sex so raped the uh the student multiple times um and the student allegedly also reported that they saw younger um adult males at the professor's residence and witnessed him viewing child pornography on his computer um and mind you one of these one of these um situations in which he provided a methamphetamine resulted in somebody dying so i just saw that i'm like you he gonna get one of those sentences that's like 500 years what if he gets 18,000 count he gonna get 18,000 whatever counts his 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 um jail time is about to be like thousands of years i live like when yeah, bury him on the yard. Like, so. I would, I would pay anything to see his face when they read them charges, when they read, when they sentence him, and it's like you sentenced to five thousand years with el- with eligibility with uh with no parole or be like parole after four thousand. That's gross right. and really yeah. disturbing. I feel very icky. Yeah. This ain't the first. I mean, some people be. I'm gonna say this is not the first uh, child porn case I know of in classical music, and one of them he just. I don't even think he went to prison, and still has a job. Whoa. I think he might actually. I think he might actually just retired, or he's emeritus. Um. But yep. I met this person multiple times. Yeah, it's just the whole thing. But um anyway, y'all, that's the news. Chipper. How lovely. Yep. Okay, time for intermission. It's gonna be short, cute, and sweet. Okay, so I asked Delaney to answer the following question. When I feel blank, I play blank. The first blank is an emotion. The second blank is a piece or a song. We are doing three. Let's before we even discuss it, Delaney go first. So I'll go after. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, and then we supposed to say what we what we the emotion first and then we just play the song. Mm-hmm. Right. So Okay. So our first one is when I feel overwhelmed. I play.
played a little bit of a longer clip than I usually would just because that part is important. Um, that song is called Come Back as a Flower. It's technically, it's on a Stevie Wonder album and it's technically by him, I think, just because he plays all the instruments and he wrote the music for it. But the singer is Syreeta Wright, who is his ex-wife, who they were long time like musical collaborators even after they divorced because they were divorced by the time this came out mm. um but she sang a lot of backup for him and stuff and she sings this entire song um and that's my thing for when i become overwhelmed because i say i've said this multiple times and people laugh at me but i'm dead serious i feel like i was not meant to be a person i think i was meant to be a tree or something like that so I feel like like there's just too many things like to being a human being like there's just too many things I get very overwhelmed I'm like I feel like I was just supposed to be a tree I'm where I am I'm rooted and I just sway in the wind and create oxygen and that's just what I'm supposed to do so like the whole um the lyrics is like I wish I could come back as a flower like come back in the next life as a plant so yeah that's cute it's peaceful yeah okay when i feel groovy i'll play this called the butt and i just love that freaking song <laughs> doing the butt i freaking love that song Ooh, i freaking doing the butt what a time <laughs> i mean i wasn't there but <laughs> uh yeah okay um i would say okay so this is my next one when i'm feeling hopeless Okay, all mine bad. No, my last one is good because I was like, okay, depressing. <laughs> but when I'm feeling hopeless, I play. No, that's my song for real. That is. And I was out of cash by Friday. Yeah. <laughs> no matter what comes next. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. No, that is the one song that's gonna get me off. Of, like literally, this is one song that's gonna get me off on my feet. That's um Fred Hammond. This is the day, and I feel like a lot of people have heard. You know the traditional. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us, you know, mm-hmm. let us rejoice and be glad in it. But he did like you know, turn up remix, and it just be like, girl, it's a new day. Like get up. Like okay, pretty boy, <laughs> we hear you. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, not me behind. Okay, here we go. <laughs> okay, when I feel anxious, I play this. That is In the Midst of It All by Yolanda Adams. First of all, if I sing like Yolanda Adams, see, God knows what he's doing because he knows who, <laughs> what gifts to get to certain people. Because if I sing like Yolanda Adams, when I tell you, you can even look me in the eye. Okay. You would not even don't talk to me. Like, don't look at me. What did Nicki Minaj say? Like, when I come in a room, sit up straight. Like, listen, I don't really rock with Nicki Minaj like that, but I'm with her when she write. If I sang like that, don't it's it is she's one of the best she's one of the best singers of our time like that's like Mm -hmm. in any genre it's it's hard to do that yeah um but yeah god in the midst of it all he gonna keep me he kept me before he gonna do it again he he be he be dragging a little bit i ain't gonna hold him but um okay (laughs) (laughs) like why everything gotta be a lesson but he did it before he gonna do it again and if if god's not your thing you know, I respect that, but I'm just telling you about what my God is doing. Mm-mm. Okay, so my last one is when I feel inspired, I play. Yeah, that's Jasmine Sullivan, Dream Big. Um, yeah, that's kind of self-explanatory. I'll be feeling like, oh, I'm going to do stuff. And then, I mean, do it get done? No. But All right. I'll be listening to the song and dreaming big. And it stops there. So. Okay. 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 My last one is When I Feel Nostalgic, I Play.
if we had a whole time, if we had the the time, rather, we would play the whole symphony from top to bottom. <laughs> like we would just sit okay here, the rest of the episode. Right, we would just <laughs> sit here with my phone on the mic, playing all of Sibelius one. When I tell you it is the perfect symphony, I will fight. You. Don't fight me. Actually, I I wouldn't fight you. Fight your mama. It is the one of the best symphonies ever written, and I say that because there is not one note, there is not one rest that is not absolutely perfect. I would think Jesus wrote it. I and I don't even like Sibelius. I'm not gonna do too much on Sibelius because I don't understand the hype about the violin concerto. But when I tell you, wow, like, wh- like, wow, and even to the point, Kalina texted me the other day. She was like, "I listened to the first symphony. I get it." Because I'm not lying, stop playing with me. Like, and then I feel nostalgic because it was like this was it was 2014, it was October 2014, something like that. I'm a senior ISU. I'm in my bag. I finally fit. I'm I am in my teaching bag. Viola going good. I'm thinking about grad school, but like not really because I'm like I'm just gonna teach after this. I'm like I'm feeling confident teaching. My friends are good. I'm conducting, and the orchestra. When I tell you, Doctor Block, like. I'm about to go. It's on YouTube. I'm gonna w- listen to it, like when I um, when I get off of this call, whatever we doing this this podcast. When I tell you, Doctor Block had an orchestra on him. He had an orchestra. We all wanted to do so well. We played down boots. We played down. It was so. I will never forget. I have to text Eileen after this. Cause I'm like, I want like I haven't felt this before. But I want like an ISU reunion. I was just at ISU in March doing a little something. I want to do that. I want to go back. I want to, we got to do, when I tell you, what a time. It's so funny. I saw the stuff that mattered back then because none of that stuff matter now. But, wow. And I was third chair. I was eating it up. Oh, my God. We got to move on. I would, like, just be here. Wow. We, I was like, finally, we got some classical music on here. Right. <laughs> when I tell you, like, I can't remember. The, the, I, that's, like, one of my favorite performances like we aired it out we aired it was that in the rosen cavalier concert whatever that was at we aired out the concert hall now if you're gonna if you're gonna record it don't sound like that talk to your mama don't talk to me but i'm saying what i remember <laughs> wow when i thought we, we was an orchestra we was for real we was playing down but ah! no nah, we gotta move on i could stay here all night that symphony if you don't get it you don't want to get it that's what it is that's one of the best symphonies ever written because what symphony moves you like that and don't be don't be fake on no Beethoven 9 girl relax I'm talking about like what symphony moves you you see me I'm and you know I'm serious because this is a white man I'm talking about you know what I'm saying you know I'm serious well yeah. mm-hmm. don't go to hell but <laughs> like <laughs> what symphony moves you like this I'm not talking about no Beethoven 5 I'm not talking about no da-da-da. I'm talking about like you feel <laughs> you not talking about what? <laughs> you feel what symphony is that? You feel like <laughs> wow. There's not. I want to tell you. There's not one second. Even the even the silence before the clarinet comes in. You be like, dang, that's powerful. There is not one moment to. I almost said a bad word. There is not one moment to rise. What am I to write? Oh my god. We gotta move on. If you have not listened to Sibelius, keep saying that, but then you keep talking. <laughs> if you have not listened to Sibelius one, because I I have I feel good. I have felt dispassionate about classical music in a minute. I ain't gonna hold you. No, I'm lying because I'm um some of my excerpts right now are T. I'll be like, oh, that was cute, Prokofi, if I like that. But listen, if you have not listened to Sibelius one, what do you do? Like, 
It's too yeah, late. I never heard it. I mean, I've heard clips of it because you you played on the show, but yeah, I've never heard it. I'm telling you, that's something. That's that's a a piece to play when you like when you're not feeling classical music. Okay. That's like wow. There's not one second. It's like this is boring. This is not. This is overdone. This is not enough. You gonna be you gonna you gonna get to the end of the fir- the fourth movie. You gonna be like, where's movement five? He should have wrote movement five. <laughs> that's what you are gonna be feeling like. Okay, I'm done now. Okay. I just noticed that mine. The ones that I picked are kind of like a cycle, but starting at the end, because I put inspired, then overwhelmed, hopeless, inspired, overwhelmed, <laughs> <hopeless>. <laughs> I want to move on now. That's, that's, that was it for me. I'm wrong? Yes. No, I'm not. That's literally how it goes. Over here, at least. Inspired. Oh, I'm going to do this. Da, da, da. Okay, this is overwhelming. I can't do all that. And then, oh, feeling hopeless. Can't do any of it. That's me. I'm. That's that's a bad habit. Oh, can't do a piece of it. I mean, can't do all of it at once simultaneously. Okay, well, nothing. It's all ridiculous. Right. We're learning. We're not, but we are. Okay. We're trying. Remember, the girls are still waiting for the video essay, Miss Girl. <laughs> no, not you. Not you calling me out. <laughs> we waiting. I know. That's why I was like. I feel like. That's why I keep saying it in public. Cause I'm. Cause I'm like. I feel like once I say, like, I'll be saying it and people know that it's going to put a fire under my butt. I guess my butt is just getting burned because I'm still sitting. So. <laughs> Start doing TikTok first. Yeah, I need to get back on my TikTok because, I mean, school has just been brutal. I live kind of far and I don't have a car. It takes me, like, I'm spending like three hours a day on a train. Wow. And it's just, it's just not, that's why that whole, we all have the same 24 hours shit really pisses me off. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't have money, you really do not have the same. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, so yeah, I'm, I'm trying to figure out a workaround with, like, now I'm living into, like, trying to live part-time with my grandma, part-time, you know, mm-hmm. because she's a little closer and I can use her car and stuff like that because it's just like, it's too freaking much time being wasted you know taking three trains and a bus like it's just no, <laughs> it's a freaking trick yeah and a walk like it's it's a trick all right so as y'all know we have been freed from we finished the book freed is crazy and <laughs> i can see clearly now the rain Listen, when is i tell gone. you after tonight because i took the i took the paper cover off because i didn't want to ruin it it's been sitting on my little dresser after tonight. When I put that joint on my bookshelf, I ain't moving it till I move. I should put it in. My gym got one of them little birdie houses you was telling me about. I, I was just about to say, I got two little free libraries mm. within two blocks of me. But uh, the, hey. book, the book was high, so we gonna keep it for now. Yeah. I like the cover design. It's all right. I was playing. <laughs> I was playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. But the thing is, it's like I like it as a concept, but knowing the inside of the book, it That's pisses me off thing. to see it. That's the thing. So it's like I can't even really enjoy it. But it's fine. I'm never reading it again. Like, why would I? And so, it's read. not like I'm lending it to nobody unless they really, really re- ask me, really, really. And I'm gonna be like, Are you sure? And then if they say yes, then actually, I don't lend books to people. I literally, my mom had to strong arm me into lending her one. Um, and I did it without the book sleeves. I do not lend books to people. This one, anybody wants it? Hey. You know what? I kind of want your mom to read it, even though you, even though I, we talked her out of it. <laughs> yeah, I asked her did she want because she was gonna read it after me after we did this, and then I asked her you gonna read. She's like the way y'all talk about that book. <laughs> but I still think I'm wondering like, 
do I know a not someone who's not a musician? <laughs> no, that's so pathetic. I mean, my cousins, but they don't read. <laughs> <laughs> we just say it like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know anybody else that I could str- that I could get into. I was gonna tell my grandma, but I don't want to. Like, I love her so. <laughs> yeah. That's the only thing. It's like, do I really want to tell her? I can't. I'm not. I can't recommend it to her. You know, like. So. Her, I recommend um, it. Yeah. So it's like, cause I played my mom. <laughs> one of your voice messages. When after something something pissed you off and you was just like, <laughs> something pissed you off. It was. <laughs> I forgot. It was my. It might have been after the. Requies, or it might have been <laughs> one of those, and you was just like Delaney. I hate this book. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. I actually remember that day. <laughs> yeah, so she ain't no way she touching this book with a ten foot pole. I don't so blame her. Yeah, don't. So, um, you know, so we're done discussing that what took place between these pages, but today, um, like we said last week. We are going to first of all see if you since the literally the entire middle of the book is is pretty much useless, um in terms of like the plot and stuff. Um, we were wanted to know we want to see if you read the first part of the book, so part one, which is the first thirty eight pages, um, and the last part, part seven, which starts on page two hundred and ninety nine, would the book still make sense? So. After taking a look, I think it would. I think yeah. that you literally do not need the middle of the book. The only thing, the only detail in that would not make sense to you is the case, the green case in which they found that letter. Now, that letter ended up not, like it proved that the violin was his, but in terms of the actual grand scheme of the book, that whole proving the violin he had rightful ownership of it was not even like that had nothing to do with the violin going missing anyway. Yeah. So that's literally the only thing that is in the last chapter. I mean, in the last part of the book that is not in the first part of the book that you'd be like, oh, what's this green case? Oh, who's Grandma Nora? Like that would be it. But other than that, really, how he acquired the violin, it's like, oh, family heirloom, whatever. But like, first of all, that's mentioned in the first part, and second of all, it's not, no pun intended, instrumental to the actual plot. Yeah, and honestly, so. looking at it, if you took chapter thirty-four, let me know if you what you think about this. If you took ch- chapter, sorry, I'm lying, chapter thirty-three, and replaced it with chapter thirty-two, that might clear because you don't know who the Marxes are either. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really, you don't need to. So, because like. That was a way, like, characters, <clears throat> characters who have potential, in my opinion, that were wasted, were, were the Marxes. Um, Grandma Nora. Because for me, Grandma Nora was, like, his inspiration, but it was just, like, it could have gave more. It really could have gave more because... Yeah, it was weird. I feel like every time, every time we were reminded of his of his inspiration of her inspiration on him, it was like 
after he did something weird, it was like, oh, yeah, I got to play for my grandma. It was just, like, kind of thrown in. I thought the potential of the um of the mom was wasted as well. There's so much wasted potential. So it's like, I just feel he had too much going on. Mm. He had too much going on. If he if he took out like half the characters, like literally half of the characters, and I was gonna talk about that in my little um thing. If he took out half the characters, like it it could have been a better book. I was gonna say when we were talking about this before we started the like the news um, about saying stuff that's nice, like how we were saying we don't like giving bad reviews and stuff, like. If we only said, I forgot to say this. If we only said what we liked about this book, y'all would be getting that twenty minute episode that y'all that we'd be saying we gonna give. We actually it would be less than that. Yeah. Oh, I just want to say that. What do I like about this book? Because even okay, I'm not, I feel like I'm being overcritical, so I will give. I will say this with a grain of salt. Take this with a grain of salt, rather. I like the moment with the with the little black boy. That's the one. That's the one I was gonna say because that's the only one that I can say. However, comma space. Okay. Because we have been inundated with fluff, I couldn't even enjoy it. So that's that, and it also it was so asinine because where in the continuous United States, Alaska, and Hawaii, would you go to a solo ensemble competition with a CD player in the year of our Lord, 20 when he writes this book? So it's like, I don't even like that part. This year. I don't even like that part. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't don't even like that. A freaking boom box, bro. A boom box? What what else? A Walkman too? The only person I know that owns owns one of those is my grandmother. And my grandma yeah, still uses the hand mixer that she got for her wedding in 1960. So, <laughs> and it still worked too. I'll be scared. That thing so, electrocute me. That and um and her can opener. Still, that's right. So, <laughs> so that's the only person. So this book it gives historical fiction, but it's not. And that's a, that's the so, thing that's so weird. I remember even like first starting to read the book, it's like. I never knew what year we were in, ever. ever. Like boombox. Okay, so are we in nineteen ninety or are we in nineteen oh nine or are we <laughs> a boombox? <laughs> what year are you in? Like a boombox, and that's how I, that's how I can tell. Like you're just yeah, because. That's what- it would make more sense for the kids to just not play without with just to play without accompaniment. That's what a lot of kids do. Or the mom to just sit there and play it on her phone or something from YouTube. You know, like it's just little stuff like this. Like it just it's this like it takes you out of the story. Yeah. You like, know, like it's not a huge like, oh, he's now all of a sudden in the middle of the book he switched and now he's saying Raekwon plays a bassoon. Like it's not like a big mess up, but like stuff like that. There's a reason why when you write a book about a certain city you research that city, right. you know, because it has to, there, even if it's fiction, even though it's fiction, it's not fantasy. Right. So you need, it needs to have some sort of reasonable, like, you know, relatability and accuracy so that it doesn't take you out of the story. When stuff gets too unrealistic and it's not supposed to be that way, 
then you know okay that's why I, I want somebody to read this who's not a musician I just gotta think about who cause one all of my friends uh, I'm waiting for Richard to read it Richard yeah I want <laughs> I want Richard I wish we should have looped him in on the on the <laughs> We should have looped him in so he could have read it with us in real time. Yeah. Because uh I like it's like Richard is a very he he an important guy. You know, he got stuff to do, he professing and stuff. But so it's like, do he really got the time to be spending on this? Probably not. However, his reaction, I just know it would be the most hilarious thing. So Especially like when you I feel like the best this is gonna sound mean, but like since we're here the best way I can tell you to enjoy this book to give you any hope of enjoying this book is you approach this book the same way you approach the approach watching the office or parks and rec like it is simply a comedy book then you can go in you don't have no expectation you just be like oh it's supposed to be a parody think Dwight when you every time he gets called a boy it's like oh yeah cause I have to say Rayquise, Rayquise, Rayquise. That could be that alone. That sentence alone is a comedy special. <laughs> like, like <laughs> no, Rayquise. I would never, never, ever in my life forget that. I feel like that's one of those things. Like that one thing we used to text each other. That one experience that we had in that city, right? That we used to laugh about all the time, and that's something that we will never forget. And this is another one. Yeah, I would never We're gonna be Rayquise. me and Katie. Me and Katie. I'm gonna be 75. Katie gonna be 80, and we gonna Not too much. Hey, you're five years older than me. I'm just saying, <laughs> you're gonna be. I'm gonna be 75. You're gonna be 80. I'm still. We're gonna be in. The, oh, Katie, remember Rayquise? Okay. okay, first of all, 75. People be fine. <laughs> I don't know why I'm talking like that, but <laughs> and people be. We're gonna be and we're gonna bust out laughing. Rayquise. Exactly. I could ask my friend you shame, but the problem with you shame, you shame, is literally a lawyer. Like he's not. Not only will he be very mad at me for this book, he I I. He's not gonna read it. He doesn't have time. Um, so that's the only friend I got that's not Nikki doesn't Nikki doesn't read and also Nikki's played a violin. Mm. So it's like she's a, literally a social worker. She does not have time. If I filled her free time with this book, I will no longer have a friend named Nikki. So yeah, I was about to say maybe my sister when she but she she not gonna read this if I tell her to. <laughs> she just not going to. It's so, it's so, so. wrong. Yeah. I know my mama ain't gonna read. It. I know that. I know my mama is not gonna read this book. So that's everybody I know. Yeah. I mean, I can ask my cousin. <gasps> I should ask Nadia to read it. I'm gonna see if I can. I'm gonna see if I could. If I could talk my mama into it. I doubt it. Just because of how much she done heard how I feel. But, you know, I'll be like, hey, she has been trying to read more. And I'm going to tell her, like, you might like it. There have been some good reviews. She'd be at work, you know, sitting for long periods of time. She said she wanted to read more. Hey, in the last book I gave her, I told her she wasn't going to like it. And then she gave it back to me after reading, like, a chapter. <laughs> so. Yeah, I want um, to find somebody fresh, too, though. Like, because your mom might go into it and be like, oh, this is not, you know. That's true. But also, I feel like I would feel bad giving somebody this book without telling them ahead of time that I hated it. That's true. So it's like it's yeah, it's a catch twenty two. Well, the time has come 
we're gonna do some alternate endings how we think we're gonna you know we're gonna instead of harping on the wool instead of keeping talking about the bad i'm gonna try y'all we're gonna see how how do we think it could have been better how would we have you know configured the story so that it was more enjoyable i'm about to say i had a hard time doing just the ending because it's just like you have to fix so much other stuff before that Oh, you did it! Oh, that's what I did. I did, girl. I did open heart surgery. On I this. mean, I, I mean, we, we was in that joint. Okay, like I didn't do, do too, 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 too much, but like I had to restructure some things because you can't. It's just book. You can't just do the end. Mm-hmm. Okay, what you got? Okay, so y'all know. So this is just so crazy to me because y'all know what I said, what my theory was at the beginning. Uh, first of all, my theory was that Nicole did it, but you know, when you're reading something, you're expecting there to be a twist. Y'all know the twist. I wanted her to be the what's the name, um, the niece Holly Marks, because they literally mentioned her like four times, right? You know, in passing, Stop, in a way that's like <laughs> I forgot about that. You know, the way that they do that, because they always do that. They always plant something. And then you're like, oh, yeah, when you get to it mm-hmm. at the end. Like, it's just how it's supposed to be. So there's a couple of things I have to change in order to make that happen. First of all, Nicole probably, you know, she plays the viola. She probably needs to play the violin. Yeah. Um, that's, that's I remember even talking about that. You were like, well, it's not that big of a deal. But I was like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, th- I honestly, I still don't think so. Just because, one, she's, it's not like she she you know she was in like a regional orchestra it's very probable that she knows how to play the violin and also i feel like the the incentive behind wanting a stradivarius is not just oh she wants to play on it she wants a 10 million dollar violin too so it's like there's probably some people who own instruments that valuable because they're collectors and not because they play them Mm -hmm. so i i think it's probable but just for the sake of you know that's yeah let's just say she plays the violin um and yeah so i'm thinking like he sees first of the whole like teasing of how he finds out it's her like it doesn't work for me first of all we're cutting out the entire (laughs) basically a lot of the middle we're cutting out all of those experiences he had everything about his career is so freaking irrelevant um so we can we can do away with that um but the main thing is that i feel like maybe even if they are in moscow like he like nicole gets a text and he roll over in the middle of the night and he sees like okay one of the one of they no like one of their um like what's her name the dude's name is dante like she sees like Uncle Dante or Uncle D, mm-hmm. something like that. That has like some, you know, a little ominous yeah. message asking about her boyfriend. Like, you know, is he? Do you think he's linked? Like, do you think he? Um, is he? Has he almost raised the money? Do you think he's gonna make the deadline mm-hmm. or something like that? And now he, you know, now he he's sneaking around. Mm-hmm. He wondering what the heck is this? So then he starts he starts snooping on her on Nicole and he starts googling her he can't find her name nowhere mm. like it eh. um and then like I said there's a couple other things also her name like being like she would have to be her mom would have to be a Marks mm-hmm. 
So I'm thinking, okay, so he's snooping on the Marxists because usually if you have a, if you have in a suit like this, like if you have a really, really, really good lawyer, they would do this for you. But since, you know, Ray got to have to get it out the mud, all that, he decides he's okay. He's going to snoop on the Marxists um, because they're filing this lawsuit. And in this version, I feel like the lawsuit would have to be a little bit bigger of a pop point and actually serve a port of serve a purpose. Right. Um, snooping on them. And then he sees like maybe a family picture. Like he's on, I cannot for the life of me remember the lady's name, but I can remember the brother's name is, is Dante. And you know how you can see family on Facebook mm-hmm. and stuff? Like he sees a family, um, like he sees a family, like say Nicole's mom name is such and such Marks or whatever. And so he's just looking at the Marks family mm-hmm. and then sees like a picture of Nicole mm. on somebody's Facebook. And it's like, oh shit, what am I finna do? Um, I feel like that should be how he finds out that it's really her, mm-hmm. that she really is Holly Marks. Um, yeah, I feel like the whole Marcus Cherry thing could be taken out that she has another man and that it can just be that she stole the violin or that she left the violin in the room and then doubled back for it mm-hmm. instead of going to the airport like she claimed that she did. Yeah. I feel like if if she ha- if that was her true identity and it got revealed, that would have been a much much better situation. And he would and he found out like slowly instead of breaking into some random dude that we literally was just introduced three paragraphs ago and now you're in his apartment i'm I'm mad all over again what's your thing (laughs) especially okay Uh, okay so for me right i feel like i want to start with my basic overall edits first the book is half the length how long how long is the book it's 299 Oh no, that's two ninety nine is when the last part starts. Father help us. So we'll be looking at it. It's like three. Oh, it's like three thirty something, right? Three. Yeah. We doing this in one fifty one seventy five at the absolute most. There is literally no reason under the sun and the earth why this book is three hundred thirty pages. Okay, yeah. boom. That's it. Second thing is let's keep it like. I don't want this to be misconstrued. If you've been listening, you know what I'm talking about. Keep it to microaggressions if we're going to do the racism. And I'm going to tell you why I'm keeping the microaggressions. That's it. We, it don't have to be summer, Lord, summer. We want to find out about the violin. That's the, that's the purpose of it. Um, And then also the third thing is like literally no family. We don't need the family. The only characters we need to keep, the only characters we need to keep in my version of it is the mom, Grandma Nora and the twins. That's it. There like there don't need to be um maybe the aunt. I'm gonna get there. Okay, boom. I think that Raekwon should stay sweet the entire time because you talk you told us all this stuff about Grandma Nora saying stay sweet, stay sweet, boo 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 boo. Turn into an asshole with no character development. If you can't write, then leave that out. Keep him sweet. Second, I think the comp I think the book should end before the competition i don't care what he's doing at the competition i don't care not i don't care about none of that i don't care if he's past the deadline exactly i don't care if he win i don't care if he lose i don't care if he go i don't care if he stay out with that it should end there another way it could end is it ends with grandma nora dying that would be harder though because it's like 
I just feel like the letter for me was just so I have to go back and read it, but I'm am I really finna read it? Probably not. But the letter to me was so poorly done and traumatic for no reason that it was like it didn't it didn't gave what it was supposed to gave. Like have you ever watched Law and Order? Have you ever watched any show like okay so it really could have she we could have i would have even taken another like i would have even taken i would have liked grandma okay grandma nora is sick or whatever they're looking for the violin she don't know what oh baby you see the letter the letter is way better something like that they figure it out boom boom bam that would have been a good way to go whatever but i'd rather it end with the competition i also want more character development on why the mom why the mom hates Raekwon because that I'm gonna get into the suspect so I said to take all them people out all them people all these he has seven cases going he had this he had that no 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 here are my suspects that would take us through the 175 pages if we find out why Raekwon if we find out why Raekwon's mom hates him and you know the author loves a good stereotype so you could pick any of the uh, baby daddy issues baby daddy's in jail you could pick any of that cause I know you love that it don't really matter do it well which you probably not but do it well but like we could find out why without the weird Popeye storyline like oh my gosh I'm just a black kid that didn't want to work at a at a fried chicken joint please it could be it could be you know the generic like oh she got pregnant had to give up her dreams i was to just raise gonna him. say that a lot of parents unfortunately resent their children so that that without even without even bringing in harmful stereotypes about daddy in jail da da, da you could just be like had raekwon when she was 17 didn't get to go to college you're not going to college either i ain't get to go you ain't you ain't going that that's enough because now she's a suspect he did this violin giant now she's a suspect the twins could be a suspect because ray kwan got all this i I was joking about the twins low-key but then when i was thinking about this i was like hold on ray kwan gets all this shine from grandma norma nora how much grandma nora the twins don't get no like twins stole it also i think a missed opportunity was the racist kid from high school he ends up, he also competed in the competition. How Ray only got ahead because he's black. I'm stealing the violin. Yeah, or he only got, oh, they only like him because he got this expensive violin. Right. Like, without that strad, you nothing. Right. Yeah. That's a, that was a wasted opportunity and just made the, it weird. Another suspect, Janice. It would have been hurtful, but it would have been unexpected. Mm-hmm. She refinanced her house. She's in on it with the luthier. And low-key, maybe... Un- unrealistic because now we kind of tip 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 tone into fantasy she also in on it with alicia that's unrealistic because why alicia risking jail time but her janice and the luthier in on it together they get the mm-hmm. violin ray's not giving up she refinances her house knowing that she can pay the money back after she sell the violin boom back like wasted opportunity and then we could even although that would have to be restructured how she found out because how because she was honest with him about what it was worth mm. So I, I feel like that would have been the prime time if they wanted to steal it. it. Was when they found out. Oh, so they should just tell him, 
but she was she was like you sure you don't want to sell it so yeah that, could, that part when she was like that would have been a perfect time to be like and he was like no 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 and then now they now they you know conversing dang like, you think you want to what you want to do you know what I'm saying like that's that would have been good and you could even keep, keep the Marxists because if and then you don't take all of them Mr. Sir you take like three of them and you write you know author you gotta write it out right so you take three suspects mom Janice racist kid and parse that through not introducing two characters at the end da, da, da. make them be dead ends and you can even make I would even give you this make it be all dead ends and take Delaney's and make it be the girlfriend all along even though that would have been lazy because it's just like the Janice one would have been it would have been hurtful and I don't really trust this author by making a black woman sabotage it I don't I don't trust it right because now all of a sudden when he find out she got fake nails on right, and, and all black women <laughs> they don't all they want to do is yeah i don't tr- i don't trust this author with that however it would have been better because she is the one that we least expect and if you just i'm telling you i keep saying law and order but them writers know how to write a thing if we really if we could have spent the whole book really thinking it was Nicole, really thinking it was the mom. Just for it to be Janice, that that's T. How you how you had you had forty seven characters and you go with the the late you go the laziest route. Like with no sort of like just no nothing. Just wrap it all up in the last like chapter, bro. Like and when I, and I just wish y'all knew like if you didn't read the book, like it was so funny when I told you. Can I tell you something that's gonna piss you off? Nothing in the middle served a purpose. Literally nothing. It's that ins- is fascinating to me. I've never read a book like this. I've never yeah. read a book like this. There's something I could say. It's unique. <laughs> unique. Right. So I've never read a book where like every single thing you. It feels like it feels like. Okay, that's kind of mean. It feel it feels like. <laughs> it feels like middle school writing. It's like how, I haven't read middle school writing in a while, but it's like how you have a really you have a bunch of really good ideas. But like none of them fair. It it feels like how you you write initially, and then you're taught not how to not write like that anymore. Mm-hmm. I'll never forget. I will never forget. I wrote this. I we had to write this final paper in Miss Ogura's a uh, Miss Ogura's honors freshman history class, and I wrote my little draft. Thought I ate it up. I went to her, did not do well. I was like, Miss Girl, come on now. Go to her, go to her during lunch. She's like, Katie, you said you were going to do things in the opening paragraph and then proceeded to not do any of those things. And I was like, okay. And that's that's how it feels. It feels like you're reading like a child's work. I was 14 when I wrote that, when I wrote that paper and had to revamp it. I had to do the things I said. You set up all of these things and fall through and none of them. We we heard we heard about meals. We heard about every lowly concert. We heard about everything. 
and that random German guy that was his showman like, mentor. What is that? And I, that guy, we never found out who he was. <laughs> <laughs> like, you you set out to do all of this stuff. Uncle Lucifer, what's his name? Lou, Lou Thurston? Thurston? No, the other dude. See? The one who want to open a Ooh. restaurant. What was the purpose of that? To show people want money from you? We already know people want money from you. Your mama. It's like you already accomplished that. So it's like, why are you showing that more people want money from you? We already get that people want money from you because you're paying your mama. Exactly. And you, we already know that because they want the $10 million violin. That's enough incentive right there with the money-wise. Exactly. You know, they want to say they want to get the violin from you and sell it. Like, it don't even have to be about your income because we already know, first of all, it don't make no sense that she wants you to work at Popeye's because she wants you to pay bills. Working at Popeye's not going to pay no whole bunch of bills. Like, like, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, like, it's just really poor writing. It's just really, it's really poor writing. Like, there are a lot of good ideas. I will say that's a positive thing I can say. There's a lot of good ideas. Like, it's just, it's not done well. I, I feel like even fundamentally with character development, I will literally never, I literally chuckle at this. I will never get over the fact that Ray coward throughout most of the book and you turn a page and all of a sudden he puffing up his chest all of a sudden ray can't even ray forgot to signal on a left turn and got sent to jail but in baton rouge where there are thousands of black people thousands but and he's able to he forgot to signal on a left turn in a college town and blackity black black Baton Rouge. You know me, black people are in Baton Rouge, Southern University. Be, be for real. Policing. They do be over policing black neighborhoods, though. I know, but I'm just. But the boy, but the boy, like just a lot. Yeah, I'm just saying that juxtaposed against you being able to, because yeah, of course, like black, of course, cops, of course, cops terrorize black people. My mm-hmm. point in this is that in a black neighborhood in in a black college town. You couldn't take a left turn, but you can go to a lily white neighborhood in Erie, Pennsylvania, and break and break into a home. And break. <laughs> that was my point. So don't don't yeah, misconstrue don't misconstrue my words, man. Obviously, okay. the cops. <laughs> obviously, cops terrorize black people. I have been one of those black people that cops have terrorized. Okay. Literally, will never forget getting pulled over by a New York State sheriff. It was one of the worst experiences of my life. However. You can, you're telling me that he broke into a house? It's like the character development's not there. Nothing makes sense. Up is down. Left is right. Like, it, like okay. Yeah, I mean, that's, and we brought that up. I th- remember we talked about that when we talked about the last chapter is, like, the difference between that encounter that he had with the police and now you're just black breaking into somebody's house with a rock. Like, <laughs> and I, like and I could, yeah. yeah. I can understand, like, the character gets stronger or more resilient but that doesn't work here because one he's not stronger and more resilient within himself because you don't you cannot change the society in which we live in so you can't just decide i'm not getting pulled over today i'm not getting arrested today that doesn't make sense and two you didn't even bring us there if you want to do character development like you didn't even take us we just oh okay okay now all right, he breaking her house. 
with a rock. You couldn't even like Jimmy no door open or nothing. You just yeah, this is break the glass. Okay. Dang, that was something else I was gonna say when you were talking about the Baton Rouge thing. Um about the character dang, we were talking about how there was like literally no character development with Ray. Mm. Was it about Baton Rouge? Was it about him that press conference thing? No, I don't think it was. I just feel Baton like Baton Rouge being um, black. Baton Rouge is a college town. I feel like it was like at the very beginning that you talking about that. To be honest, like we were, t- I think it had it might have had something to do with the fact that there was like literally. Oh no! It yeah, it didn't actually didn't even have to do with that. It just had to do with another unnecessary thing like like we said vast majority this book is 333 pages i checked (laughs) at least 200 of that did not need to be in there and like for example the freaking music shop that he went to in the mall after he got the thing that didn't even have to be in there why did he need to get the violin repaired twice why couldn't he have just gone why can't he just play it on a beat up violin? You could have just made it so that the violin was super, super beat up, but he still played it on it. Because at the end of the day, after he got it repaired at the guy, the guy who was viciously racist to him at the thing, after he got it repaired there, it was still a beat up violin. So it could have just been beat up, but playable in the first place. And then he would have went to the first, to the second luthier and got it fixed up. That that whole encounter served literally no purpose. Yeah, because even if you wanted him to get it fixed up, he's like, oh, you got a Christmas gift, but it got to be fixed up. Why do we have to go with you? You could have just went, you could have just went and got it fixed. Oh, I got it fixed. Like, why do we, right. we, we didn't have to, because you didn't take us through any other thing. So, you, and it didn't even get really fixed up like that anyway. Yeah. All he did was like, he put a new tailpiece and then he put some cheap strings that, oh, I guess it was to show that Ray knew what he was talking about when he wanted a certain brand of strings and maybe it was for that. Like, I, and oh, and you know what else it was probably for? Which, for, I use for very, very loosely. But, um, the whole Grandma Nora talking about, oh, be nice to them, regardless, which, first of all, okay girl but um she's from a different time but um be nice to them regardless I guess it was supposed to like display him like doing that in practice but that ended up not even being central it'd be different if that was like the driving lesson that he learned that kept him going but then he abandoned that after part three and just like never did and now he was just telling people fuck you and fuck you and like (laughs) (laughs) so what was the point of that either like and also, I think also a missed opportunity. I feel like the author got so wrapped up in, I will never forget, I mean, this is dramatic. I wrote it last week. But reading a Goodreads thing, is like he, I feel like his first book should have been an autobiography or like a memoir. Get that yeah. all out your chest. Get it all off your chest. Get all of it off. Everything. Because I remember feeling bad reading the author's note and be like, all this stuff happened and da, 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 da. not all of it happened but you know what i mean like yeah. his experience it's stuff happens right yeah. um so i feel like he should have wrote an autobiography got the his chest so we could have got a real book because another missed opportunity was the we, we if we i would have loved a, a back and forth type thing i, I like i said I, 
before. I would not trust this author to do it because I don't want to hear this old author writing nothing about slavery. Nothing at all. But I would like to know more about Pop Pop or whatever. You know what I'm saying? There was a little bit of it in the letter, but that might have been good. And you could have used some of them details to help with the, to push the story along because the, the very faint through line through this book for me is like this desire to be, make grandma Nora proud. So the more we can learn more about grandma Nora and more about where she came from and how, and maybe use that as the backstory instead of your, your various playing engagements, which make, which no one cared about because they didn't add to anything. The only one that really made any sense was the one with um, Nicole and even that to me, now that I think about it, was lazy and stupid because you wouldn't literally, why, you, why, were you, why are you interacting with the orchestra in that manner? Again, playing an orchestra does not help me because this is like, I know, I know that would never happen, literally ever. First of all, okay, I'm not getting into it. They would never happen. How come Nicole couldn't go to school with him? It would have made more sense because then she could have been jealous of the violin. She found out it was a strat. Okay, they start dating in school. Why would you as a soloist start dating somebody that's weird first why are you bringing your freaking girlfriend to the tchaikovsky violin competition you've never done any major competition before that or minor competition (laughs) 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 i mean that that is something that i guess a layman wouldn't know but but yeah a memoir a autobiography would have been great because you old sis who wrote most out of the jungle got one you know, and it was the year of the Negro in 2020. I'm sure that could have gotten off. And, but with that whole wanting to know more about Pop Pop thing, I was like, not too much because he going to mess around and do a, a prequel. And Baby, we don't need nothing else. You gave us every <laughs> single detail we did not want. Every single one. You gave us so much that by the time you got to the end, your word, your Microsoft Word stopped, stopped working. And you had to hurry up and finish it. Because that's the only excuse I could hear. The Google Doc must have ran out. <clears throat> because that's the only excuse I would take for that ending. The certain, this is like, I feel like too much liberty was taken because it's like, okay, classical musicians. First of all, you have to know classical musicians are going to read this book. So it's like, and if not, it's just like, I don't know. You took too many liberties. What person will be, that's what I'm saying, you just should have just left the competition out of it. What person who is competing in the highest violent violent, uh, competition in the world is going to leave to go to Serbia talking about you going to move orchestra rehearsals around. It's literally contractual. You cannot move anything around. And (laughs) when you, first of all, when you already have somebody there whose job it is to recover that violin and um, what was I about to say? And it's like you, and you're also you're not going to be using the violin, even if you did find it. You're not playing the rest of the competition. Why would you play two rounds on one violin and out third violin, a violin you haven't played in a, over a month? At this time, you're going to switch over. You're not. Somebody's there. If it's the if it's your violin, it's going to be recovered because she has all of the. She's undercover. She has all of this, all the money and the resources in the world to get this violin. She has more of a of a chance and probability to get it than you do. So what is the point 
of you first of all you got your black ass in serbia <laughs> like you don't stick out like a, a sore thumb he's an idiot like <laughs> and then and then and then and then you sorry let me start i'm gonna get out of hand let me let me bring it let me tone the accent down and then <laughs> not only that you could go frolicking through serbia dipping and die first of all you busking in serbia how you know they laws about busking but whatever you busking <laughs> you busking in serbia you in and out you going all around you frolicking but you can't frolic in charlotte i don't like it yeah you first of I all i don't like it <laughs> you in moscow you in serbia right. all of these places and ain't nobody say nothing to you ain't nobody say nothing to you but you in freak okay and listen you in racist racist ass pennsylvania and ain't nobody saying nothing to you but charlotte's the issue now listen and baton rouge is the issue like listen, come on bro moscow i understand listen i live in america the police suck i don't care everywhere you go they they harass us but somebody has to be serious you are frolicking in moscow and the only the worst thing that happens to you is somebody touch your hair. But Charlotte is the problem. No one's being serious. No one. No. Nary a slur. Nary. Nary a getting pulled to the side at the airport. We all know how that go. Right. Come on, bro. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> especially you're traveling with a, with an instrument too. An expensive People, one. Especially exactly some people in certain cu- countries like you need to have like documentation if you're going to take your your instrument and i'm pretty sure russia is one of them Wait, like really? not like before you go but like i've heard of people i want to say i don't i don't want to say their, their name because if i'm wrong but i've heard of people say like yeah they pulled me to the side and was like you have to prove that this is yours because when you have places especially that have um like stuff like that like that competition and like people that are known for producing like world-class musicians Mm -hmm. that are playing valuable instruments like that like that documentation is important if you're traveling out of the country i didn't know that i mean i keep my little um i keep my little i don't know what's called in my case (laughs) i don't know what's called like what 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 the luthier gave me saying how much my case my thing is worth I shouldn't have said that out loud, but I'm a what you gonna do? I'm about to say, okay, we posting it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I feel like don't. Okay, okay, Viola reveal. Right. <laughs> I feel like people people do that though, like saying it's yours. I don't know how else to want me to play you a song. Like I don't know how else to tell you that it is mine. I can tell you what this is where I dinged it on the stand, and this is where I like. I don't know how else to tell you that it's mine. Especially, I mean, that's what happened when he got, when he was got, almost got arrested in Boston or whatever, wherever the Marks caught him outside that diner and he played something for them. And yeah, why did that happen in Moscow? You know what? Yeah. What's the black excellence? Because <laughs> <laughs> I could go all day. Because like the fact that 200 pages of this book were completely useless, like I can go through every scene if y'all want me to, but I'm sure y'all don't and I don't want to. So I feel like yeah what a waste honestly what a wasted opportunity i think about so much i think about like how good this could this could this could have been tea if you really like sat down was like okay i need three like you just go to the storyboard okay what do i want to happen okay the violin missing okay boom 
all right three suspects okay now how are we gonna get there okay i'm just glad i'm just all i'm gonna say is i am just so glad that we kept the structure of this little project the way that we did with a conversation between you and i <laughs> Girl. because if we what had scheduled an interview first of all classic that could be over oh we shut down the podcast because <laughs> because i i'm I have no questions besides how could you? <laughs> right. I have no questions be- <laughs> besides what happened. <clears throat> like that, that would just be the most awkward experience. Like I, I feel like we would have to cancel. <gasps> like I can't, oh my God, that was God laying his hands over us. Cause that would have been just, there's no way. We would have kept it cute, but I don't see how. <laughs> I really don't. We would have kept it cute, but I don't think I could go through with it because I know I don't like the book. I want to talk to somebody who I like their writing. Exactly. Like, what do we like? We can't. I don't want to know anything about this. Like, I don't. (laughs) Now, I don't want to know anything or any questions that would not be offensive, to be honest. Because, like, I would be like, so explain to me, like, I'm five. How you got them to like? You know. So (laughs) I feel like (laughs) I. I feel like it, it, like it would just be like I, I couldn't. It would just be us. We would just be looking at each other like that. That Diddy meme where they just staring at each other like for real because I have no like I have no respect for questions. But also, my heart couldn't do it because I know like he's proud of his book. Exactly. So like, like there would be no point. Why would I want to talk to somebody yeah. if I don't got nothing nice to say? Like I literally, you know? I, I literally like I would feel my conscience would not let me do that. Like he is proud of his we, book. I'm happy. So I said we have we would have to cancel that. Yeah, we would for no sure way. have to cancel like, that. You can look you can look and see how proud of he is. I'm proud. I mean, you are a book. Like, period. I just feel like if the publishing is the issue, I can't I'm not even gonna the more I the more I think about the book, the more I know that I can't buy that hundred percent. Because at the very least you're gonna have some character character development. You could you'd even you didn't even develop out a character for me. But you know what? Best of luck. Listen. You said, Nicki Minaj said, broke people should never laugh. And I did not write a book. So, you know, Mazel Tov. And best of luck. And this is over. To God be the glory. <laughs> Oh, I feel bad. He's proud of his book, huh? And he has every right to be. Delaney, <laughs> I feel bad. He does. He has every right to be. And the reason why, it's like, yes, I, I hate that I cannot find something good to say. Like, I really do hate that. But at the same time, it's like, what, like, I know that I tried my darndest. I did. Cause I went, okay. I went in like, this book finna eat. Well, actually, no. Exactly. I, I'm, I'm lying. I did not go in like that because I was like, I really went in was like I wonder what this book is gonna give because I'm like I don't really like mystery like that mm-hmm. and then well not I don't like mystery it's just not what I normally go for and then yeah. two 
it's about classical music so like it's gonna be cheesy like I, what is this gonna give and then I was like also is it gonna be scary cause I don't do scary and yeah. much to my surprise it was n- it was none of the above like none of the above at all I didn't know what I yeah, was. Yeah, like, <laughs> it being a mystery was my only reservation. I felt like it fits so well with Classically Black, like, that I was just like, oh, my gosh. Like, I can't believe we found a book like this. It's going to be great. And so, like, I know that I, every single freaking part of me wanted to like this book so, 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 so bad. So, it's like, yeah, I feel bad. I can't find it that good to say. But I know, I like, I try so hard. I hope y'all, I hope y'all believe me. I tried so hard to find something positive and i scraped together that one little scene so like not scraped together i did like i mean what else is i gonna do lie i'm not a convincing liar so (laughs) hold on what else i like the beginning was way better than the end okay yep i liked okay when nicole was divulging her plan or like when it unfolded I didn't mind that because it was like the writing wasn't bad because she was she was like okay I paid okay never mind I forgot about the immigration part yeah and by that time I was well pissed off because how you gonna wrap it all up in the last yeah, chapter never mind but like okay like but it, for what it was if you take out the part at like the racist part about like the immigration it wasn't bad because it was like it was it it was like yeah, it, yeah it, that part wasn't bad. I just think how we got to it was so clunky. Because, like, you broke into this random dude's storage closet. I forgot, like, the violin, the storage thing. If that was another the part of my ending that I that I thought would have been something. If he had gone to Nicole's apartment when he, when he snuck into her apartment after being suspicious of her and that mail that he found, if that had somebody with the Marxist name on it. Yeah. Instead of this random nigga that we ain't ever heard of before. Like, sorry, y'all. I'm losing my filter. We need to move on to the black case. Because <laughs> I'm getting pissed off all over again. And I, and I feel like after this episode, I literally never have to think about this book again. And... <laughs> You know what? I thank the Lord for that. So, like, that's where I'm at. Okay, real quick, one more thing. You know what would have been way better? Way, 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 way better? Even if we kept everything we had, right? I wish he would have found the violin in Nicole's house. And Mm. let me tell you why. Two reasons. First, the, the random, like, little tidbit of information uh, to get to figure out how it's Nicole's boyfriend I just thought it was just completely unrealistic now it is fiction whatever but it's like you're not a police officer like you know what I'm saying you're not a detective rather like you know you've been you've been playing Sibelius and Tchaikovsky all throughout you remember this one final detail that completely changed the complete direction completely change the complete direction that completely changed the direction of what she was looking for that is ridiculous two had you found nicole's house and you could like write you a little like how you gonna break it to nicole how you gonna like if he could have made that like get her to confess something like that like something cool like make it make it seem like how far is she gonna go with it like that kind of thing i could have got into that this is the last thing I'm going to say. <laughs> you know, 
Well, I'm surprised. The way this book was going, you know what I'm surprised didn't happen? What? (laughs) (laughs) He finds out that Nicole and this dude stole the violin. But then Ray gets arrested for breaking into that dude's house and they get to keep it and now he doing time. (laughs) And you know what? That's completely probable. That is so... That would be on brand with everything we read up to that point, to be freaking honest. Like, they... Oh, my violin... That's okay. That that don't matter, boy. Getting the slam... Like, that's what... If he didn't need a happy ending, that's definitely... If this... If this whole thing was a subplot and it happened in the middle of the book, that's definitely what would happen. Yeah. All right, y'all. See, and there's that whole thing about, like, how um, genuine, generally, you want your main character to win. Mm-hmm. However, speaking about Ray as a character, not in his, not the author, not whatever, I don't want Ray to win. Because Ray's annoying and frustrating. So, yeah. Also, what was the point of him coming second place? Yeah, let's move on. What was the point of the whole thing? Because well, I, that's so random. Like, oh, he got second place for what? What is what is the significance of that? You might as well have made him win. You saying yeah? You want your your main character to win? At the end of the day, we all lost. Let's be <laughs> honest. Like, <laughs> but you know what? Who who did win? Our black excellence. So. Period. And it's time for Black Excellence where we hype you up, gas you up, and give you your props because there's room for everyone at the top. Who you talking about, Delaney? It's me? Yeah. Oh, where? <laughs> I got one. Hold on. You know what? This week, we're the Black Excellence for sticking this out. No. Can you imagine? <laughs> I got a screenshot. Talk to them, Delaney, while I found. <laughs> what you mean? <laughs> I remember one time I did that to you, but I was completely playing. <laughs> oh, you! And I was like, "Who you got, Katie?" And it was me. You playing? You not playing? No, I'm not playing. It's you because you Cause do I, I'm editing. Yeah. Hold up! I do have one. I screenshot when I see somebody. Give me one. Give give me give me three sigma seconds. Now, now you. you, <laughs> you. <laughs> Okay. Give me, give, give me, uh, give. <laughs> why y'all listen to the show? No, be for real. <laughs> I'm not cutting this out. So y'all just this. <laughs> <laughs> right. While she's looking for that, I'm going to read some excerpts from the violin. Because <laughs> <laughs> y'all need to. Let me just. Let's see. Let's see. I knew I was like, I'm open to any given page and find something that's gonna piss me off. (laughs) (laughs) Raekwon, I'm gonna ask you a question. I need you to be honest with me. He swallowed. How would the accusation the accusation run? Someone's instrument stolen when it was left in the storage room. A too high music history test score, so he must have cheated. A practice room vandalized. Had to be the black guy. He was so close to graduating. Look, okay. 
I'm gonna have to just cut this out. I'm sorry. Y'all want to cut too back after the dark? Here we go. This is okay. the stuff we be cutting out. Is this you said you are, you not? All right, go and talk. Okay, I can't really find, but I do want to talk about her. Okay. All right, y'all, it's time for Black Excellence where we hype you up, gas you up, and give you your props because there's room for everyone at the top, and I guess it's my week. So I'm talking about Nambulilo Yinde. Now, you might know her sister, Pretty Yinde. I feel like she was a Black Excellence, like early, classically black. But um, she she's a South African um, soprano, and she recently joined Opera Frankfurt's Opera Studio for the 2021-2022 season. I actually saw a video of her on TikTok. Um singing something and I was like who is that um she made uh okay during the 2021-2022 season she made her European debut singing the guardian of the temple's threshold um during her second season uh her roles include oh I can't say that Pujica and the Wagner in the new productions of Tchaikovsky's Die Zalbrin Strauss's Elektra um, the Dew Fairy and Hansel and Gretel and Tatiana, a role debut, and Eugene or or how you say that? Own the gin. Yep. She also sung uh girl, I'm just gonna link this because it's a whole bunch of stuff. <laughs> but she's lit. Um wow, all this is in languages I don't know how to speak. She recently appeared um in the RBM Starlight Classics in Johannesburg. She studied at Cape Town University. Um, and she was a finalist in the 2018 Tabusi International Voice Competition. She won a 2017 Shock Foundation Prize for singing, the 2016 Heidelberg Scholarship Prize, and the 2015 Ruth Orman Prize. She also won a prize at the Concourse International de Belcanto, Vincenzo Bellini in France, and the Audience Prize at the Bertelsmann Foundation 2019 International competition new styming competition shout out to you miss girl shout out to you and she's okay this is our first black excellence number part two you said what this is our first black excellence part two what do you mean like we were repeating now so anybody anybody else before is fair game no we're not repeating her what do you mean wait i'm confused you said she was a black excellence no her sister pretty Oh, you said her sister. Okay, I was wondering. I was like, okay, we still doing it. Okay, <laughs> I didn't know. She, I I totally missed the part where you said sister. This this whole time you thought I repeated her. Yeah, that's funny. The whole time I thought she was talking about a whole different lady. No, her sister, pretty. We, we talked about oh, pretty. Hey, sis. We like early. Sis. Yeah, early classically. Black. I thought this was her again. No, this is her sister. Yeah. Okay. Well, hey, girl. Wow, what a life. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> Um, shoot! I had my piece of the weekend and I forgot it because I'm when I tell you I'll be scraping the bottom of the freaking barrel to get this piece of the week. I do not be listening to classical music no more. That's the thing. Um, girl, I was listening. To, I was listening to some good stuff this week. I was like, look at me. Oh, I know what it was. I am gonna do um arpeggioni, but the bass version. I'm gonna link some recordings. Is this an A minor. I think, yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe with solo strings on. I don't know if 
if people if it's if it calls for solo strings or not i don't know apparently so. for cello that piece is like i'm not saying arpeggioni is easy i'm not I, I would literally never say that first of all i would never say that but it's not like there are harder sonatas for viola and apparently like arpeggioni for cello is like one of the hardest ones and really yeah that's what Esteban was telling me i was like arpeggioni bff but yeah apparently okay I was like, okay, uh, you know, I don't know what the Chelsea girls be doing. They be playing high, doing a whole bunch of stuff up there. Hmm. Shout out to them. Also, shout out to the uh, United Airlines uh, flight attendant who let me put um my viola in the little closet and knew what a viola was. Period. I was like, can I put my viola in your closet? He's like, that was actually my second choice. I played cello, and I'm like, I'm not mad at that. And fire upon the United Airlines uh, flight attendant who said that they weren't allowed to put stuff in their closet. So I went to the flight attendant in the back and I asked for it in the back closet. Don't play with me. This is my first flight. It might be yours. Fresh out of training. Be for real. Anyway, thanks so much for listening to Classic Black Co- Podcast. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Classic Black Podcast. You have a piece of the week suggestion, a black excellence suggestion, because you know I be needing one. Or intermission suggestions, send it to classicblackpodcast at gmail.com. If you're black, join ISBM. Allegedly, we have a convening coming up. That's what it's saying. So we're going to be there. You should be there too if you're black. If not, donate. Um, that's everything. Alrighty. Yeah. Stay black. Bye. Unless you're not, then don't. Okay. See y'all next week. Bye, y'all.